Hey guys, girls, and non-binary folk. Welcome back to work the podcast, the RuPaul's Drag Race recap. I'm Maya. He's Brendan on his phone. Pulling up the Google Doc. Thank <laughs> you. And today we are discussing season 13, episode 14, entitled Getting Lucky. We love to see it. How are you today, Maya? I'm great, Brendan. Maya, did you know that all of everybody can find us on our socials, which will be listed in the episode description below? Girl, I know, but do they know? Well, now they do. And did you also know that you can email us and talk to us at workthepod at gmail.com? And in case you didn't know, it's W-E-R-Q, the pod at gmail.com. Definitely reach out. We'd love to hear from you. Maya, how are we doing today? I'm great. And you all can also leave us five stars and a review on Apple Podcasts. That would be great. Sorry, the, the, the doc was loading. <laughs> um, I've been better. This week has been, been better. What's going on? This week has been kind of shit. Not gonna lie. Uh, I have a family member in the hospital. Oh, yes, um, you did tell me about that. From COVID. Uh, he should be getting out on Thursday, I think is what they said. Uh, he had complete kidney failure. Oh, no. Uh, so he's been on dialysis, but he's back to his old complaining ass self. So that's a, that's a plus. Um, I almost sliced off my finger. Oh, okay. Yep. I was cleaning. We got a new knife set and uh, I was cleaning them and it kind of like slipped out of my hand and I tried to grip it and, um, it literally went like almost all the way through the middle of my finger. So that's great. So we're learning not to mess around with sharp tools, are we? You know, you know that's never happened to me before. You've never like cut yourself deep? Like no. I've actually, like knock on wood, I've actually like never really suffered a, a major blunder, if you will, um, in terms of like cuts or something like that. Um, knock on wood, of course, but... My have um I must say though to start this episode out um I have a confession to make that I am actually enjoying this RuPaul drag this RuPaul song lucky I must confess I have a confession I'm a fan of the song <laughs> I'm a fan no. of the song <laughs> <laughs> I wanted it to be a very official announcement but I to me honest like normally I'm not gonna lie sorry RuPaul I know this is a podcast about your show I'm not gonna lie normally I don't really rock with your songs they're not really they're not really the tea um some of them have been okay like Queens Everywhere was all right um what's the other one he has uh, Call Me Mother that's a bitch track if you will Read You Wrote You is all right but this one I was like vibing with I felt it what did you think of this episode and the song Maya generally um- well, I thought this episode was useless. Ooh, um, okay. I thought, okay. why did we need this? This episode was not necessary. If it was going to be a top four, why did we need this episode? I don't my, understand. My, my absolute favorite part of the whole thing was that they were like, in the beginning of the episode, Simone was like, is it going to be a top three? Is it going to be a top four? Is it going to be a top thing? Girl. We don't know. They've been gagging us. I'm like, girl, we know what's going to happen. Like, we know what's going to happen. Foolish. I was like, what? I literally was like, why did I sit here for an hour and a half and watch this? So it, it just pisses me off because then that means it's like we have a useless episode yep. followed by a reunion, which probably will be useless as well. Yep. And then a finale, which hopefully 
will be the redeeming um, quality, if you will. I did hear it is supposed to be live. It's confirmed it is live, but it's only going to be the queens there and nobody in the audience. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's like, it's the same thing that like, um, you know, sporting events are doing, football, baseball, all that shit. I don't know what you're talking about. Some cities, some cities aren't having crowds. Some cities are. Fucking Texas said full capacity. They don't give a shit. Um, Yeah, it's only a matter of time before everybody's kind of, you know, in that boat, I feel like. Yeah. Um, But let's get started with this episode. So. Yeah. Um, during the opening after uh, Rose's win and um, Olivia's elimination, that feels like that was like forever ago, but it was only last week. Um, the queens return to the workroom. Um, Olivia's lipstick message reads, believe in yourself as I believe in you. Your polite diva live. Interesting. Which... She is polite, but there's a part of me who wonders if she's like that, like fake polite. Because, like, they do, she is the Divalicious Diva. I mean, I think she's a nice person. I just think that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think she's a nice person. She just, uh, they're doing a lot sometimes. <laughs> she do. She really do. Um, I have a question. <laughs> Literally every Smells five like, seconds. Bitch, what? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Um, so the queens also talk about challenge wins. Um, so Rosé has three challenge wins. She's never been in the bottom. Mm-hmm. Simone has four challenge win- challenge wins. She's been in the bottom twice. Mick has two challenge wins, has never been in the bottom either, just like Rosé. And Candy has one win, but has been in the bottom three times. So if we're going off of track record, track record, uh, it would say that Simone and Rosé are the top two mm-hmm. and are the most deserving, I'm using air quotes, of, you know, winning the crown but as we have seen in the past i don't five or so seasons after you get to the top four anything goes <laughs> literally anything yeah 100 percent. so like anything really does go in the top four um but yeah based on statistics you are correct rose is definitely the front runner of the competition and but I guess, and then obviously Candy is the very last place, but honestly, everybody keeps putting Simone, but I mean, yeah, I guess it's because she's had four wins. Mm-hmm. But that bottom two times has to count for something. I feel like everybody keeps ignoring that. Well, I think I think Bob in his season was also in the bottom one or two times. I don't I don't remember. I know it was once. I think it was twice, um, but won a lot of, I don't think he won four, but I think he won a lot of uh, challenges as well, so. Right. I, um... I saw somebody on Instagram, like uh, just somebody I follow, that he he put something on his story about who do you think should win and who do you think would win? He posed two different questions to people. And basically he was saying that who would win, well, who should win would be Simone based mm-hmm. on track record. And yeah. I was like, if you ask me, it's uh, track record is Rosé track record everybody keeps talking about the four wins but we're talking three one less win but never in the bottom always placing high that to me is more consistent than somebody who's been who yes you have four wins but you've been in the bottom twice you've had two off weeks rose has literally never had an off week and she's won three times i mean i guess that's just subjective i think i mean i I think they're all worthy 
yeah i think simone does have the best track record but if you go on any online poll which is very surprised which i this was not the energy like two weeks ago if you go on like any online poll or anything like that people are really vying for rosé to win which i was like yes where did all you guys come from because this where was this energy i don't understand yeah i myself did a little mini uh mini instagram poll amongst my followers and um literally simone was the winner amongst Mm -hmm. my followers and then rosé and got mick were tied with even votes and then candy barely had any which surprises me because i feel like candy's getting a lot of clout outside like on social media and all that Mm -hmm. whether it's good or bad i don't know but not as much as the other girls most you don't you think no i don't know no definitely not as much as the other girls someone got a fucking dm from rihanna are you fucking kidding me no definitely not and make or make already has a whole bunch of fucking famous friends who else gonna dm her right <laughs> well who going to deem ha- i mean well yeah i mean like mix like another level i feel she's been like yeah she rolls with celebrities like she's literally born and raised and feel like in hollywood like <laughs> right even though she's not so i think it was i think it was bob who said i was like she's not from la i hope everybody's fully aware of that <laughs> she may like i feel like the way that mick per like he kind of makes it sound like he is oh yeah but he's not <laughs> yeah but he's not but he is he is very la yeah, he's very LA. I mean, he's like hey, best friends with Gigi Gorgeous. Obviously, he's gonna be very, very LA. Gigi is very. I mean, even though Gigi's from Toronto, she's yeah. very LA. Um, and I don't know. Also, Joey J is getting a lot of shine this season. He's a gay ass bitch. He's Joey J. Did you know that Joey J was the first out outed gay contestant on RuPaul's Drag Race? <laughs> <laughs> i'm a gay ass bitch i'm joey J. oh that wig was atrocious i hated it joey oh. J. I mean i guess <laughs> yeah i guess you know what's funny too now that now that we brought up joey J. it's funny because i was re-looking at the promo from the beginning of this season right mm-hmm. and i remember it brought me back to the first impressions of these queens and i remember when oh, I, was I, gonna, I was gonna ask you this later i was gonna ask you this yeah later. I mean, I can save it if you want. Yeah, I was going to ask you. Okay, I'll save it later. (laughs) Okay. Because I, yeah, I'll save it later. Because I had, like, we can go back and do, like, the first impressions of almost all of them quickly. Perfect. Because I was wrong. We'll start. We'll just give a little hint. (laughs) I was wrong. All right. (laughs) Um, But after, you know, we discovered that Joey J is vying for his Vanji stardom. Look, it's not even um, his. It's not even his doing. He ain't even asked for none of this. Vanjie, I don't feel like Vanjie asked for. Oh it no, either. she didn't. <laughs> she but didn't. she sure as fuck took it. She yeah. said thank you. Right. Um. But yes, after Joey J has you know proclaimed himself as the Vanjie of this season, I suppose we head back into the workroomiana. Thank you, thank you, Denali, for doing that for us. Um, where we find out what all of the queens are going to invest their hundred thousand dollars should they win. And Simone, Rose, and Mick give the sensible answer and say that they would do, pretty much put it right back into their career, into their drag, and whatever that may be, whether it be shows, wardrobe, makeup, hair, you name it. It's going back into them. Well, then we get to then we get to Candy. And sometimes I feel like Candy just be saying shit just to fucking say shit. Absolutely. She just for the play. gag. She wanted to say, I want to vote. Bitch, I bet you she can't even swim. I can, I can guarantee the bitch can't even swim. First of all, yes. Second of all, <laughs> I bet you. 
what girl first and they of all, said I mean, girl why you want a boat she said because i want a boat i said and where are you gonna put a boat at in new york city by the way First of all, yes, there's just so many, there's so many issues. And also too, boats always sound amazing in theory. Do they? Well, yeah, because it's fun to be on a boat sometimes, like on a river or a lake or whatever. But boats are a fucking pain in the ass to maintain and to have as an, as an asset. It is a fucking pain in the ass. Just have a friend who has a boat. Not for me. Or go rent one. Oh, I was say, or rent one. Like, what the hell? You can rent a pontoon, I'm sure, in New York somewhere. Very strange, very strange. Uh, but hey, I mean, who am I to tell homegirl what she should do with her $100,000? If you want to go buy yourself a boat, bitch, go buy yourself a boat. Right. I ain't even mad. Um, but yes, after we discovered Ru- um, Candy's financial desires, we <laughs> get to talk to Rue and find out that this week's maxi challenge is that the queens will perform in the world premiere of Rue's new song L-U-C-K-Y baby come on (laughs) and each queen will be singing and dancing to their own original verse and Jamal Sims will be the choreography jeez fuck that's a hard word for me choreographer (laughs) I was having a stroke or something Jesus (laughs) Christ Um, and this also just in that the queens will also be a guest on inside drag race which is pretty much like the inside actor studio which is an intimate conversation with rue and michelle visage which begs the question are we not doing a podcast anymore i mean that's I'm not, what i uh, was thinking that's what i was thinking i haven't uh, i never really listened to that podcast to begin off with um to, no me unless there was people on there that i really like was no interested shade. in um but when they did you uk they didn't do i mean did they i don't remember did they sit down I think it was, the podcast I don't remember. It was just an interview. It was like a sit down, I think. Mm, maybe they're not doing it. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they just decided to not do the podcast. Maybe we was tired. She old, so which you know, <laughs> rightfully so. He fucking pumped out sixteen seasons. I mean, and this one is seventeen episodes, so I'm sure he fucking tired. Um. So after that, the queens start, you know putting the pen to the paper and writing their raps or their songs, whatever their, you know, vibe is. Even though they're written before this, but there's not. Wait, they are? Yeah. Those aren't, they didn't write those. Like Reed, you wrote you, they wrote them just before they got there. Yeah. The Queens did or other people did for them? Uh, either or. <laughs> either I mean, or. I'm not surprised. I just yeah. didn't know that. I mean, yeah. It doesn't surprise me. Um. So... <laughs> Rose, baby, baby, listen. <laughs> Rose had a gig during this quarantine where she would write raps for people um, for in exchange for some coin. And so she has declared herself a self-employed rapstress. Look, Rose, I had to call Rose Jose. Fist your rise on the morning last. First of all, Rose knows goddamn well she she ain't no damn, she thinks she little Kim or something. Girl, no. No. <laughs> Sorry, Rose. Yes, you can rap. And I'm using air quotes right. for those who can't see. But let's not get crazy. Okay. Right. Uh, <laughs> pump the brakes, mama. <laughs> baby, baby, pump the baby, brakes. Baby, baby. Baby. Um, then Simone is planning on doing the same voice. It's the mother tucker ebony. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> that was a lot of neck movement. Hey, well, did you see her wig bopping around when she did that? 
<laughs> Ew. Anyway, I mean, were you surprised when she started writing her little rap? But no. I will say the girls did clock her. Didn't they ask her when she started that character? Or some that happened at some point in this episode. Somebody, uh, I think RuPaul did actually at the end. RuPaul, of, I think so. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was like, mm-hmm. "Where did this character come from?" Yeah, I think yeah, it was during her like little interview. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And he was, I don't remember what, exactly what he said. But no, I wasn't, sure. I wasn't interested. Yeah. <laughs> oh! <laughs> huh? And um, oh my god, <laughs> Mix, Mix, Mick decides that he wants his verse to be a little bit less cantalina. <laughs> Between Mick and fucking Denali, they can make a whole fucking <laughs> dictionary of just like what the fuck. I just hope that Mick watches this season back and realizes how funny he truly is. Like he is, he is very funny, and I think I don't think he realized it prior to coming to drugs. Yeah, I really don't. I mean, I'm sure he knew he had like he could crack some one liners, yeah. but I don't think he realized like how fucking funny he really is just naturally and even writing a stand-up roast set which is hard i think mick is just like naturally charismatic which really aids to that um Mm -hmm. but yeah she's just one of those people that really uh (laughs) that just really she's one of those people every time they say something you have to repeat it like you can't help it you know Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm Yes, absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm vibing. I was vibing with her. You know what I said watching this episode, especially during this part, was like, if I was the other queens in the workroom, I would have been afraid of Got Mick in that moment, just because he seemed so at ease, so comfortable, so just having a blast, which they all did. Mm-hmm. But Got Mick, just when you, I was watching this episode, he just literally was just so calm. And yeah. at ease, like just gagging, having a good time. Yeah. It was as if he was just like hanging out with the girls. Yeah, I, w- I would say. And that's scary. Same. That's in a competition. Yeah. That's scary to go against somebody who's in that type of mindset. I would say it was the same for Rosé. And then yeah. Candy was panicking a little bit. And then like we'll talk about it later. Simone is just always on yeah. 10. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, like I remember like specifically when they were writing their verses, I was like, bitch, I'd be afraid of Got Mick if I was yeah. in this competition because it's just nerve wracking to see somebody so just confident at ease, no holds bar. That's yeah. that's that's dangerous in a competition. Mm-hmm. So you know what I mean. Uh- um candy baby, baby candy. <laughs> she is nervous, honey. She's a nervous little. I was going to say Betty, but I don't know. That's not a thing. (laughs) She's a nervous Betty as she has been on the bottom during every group live performance. Which begs the question, right? Because she's the only girl on on the season with a speech impediment. I mean... I mean... (laughs) It's the way that you said that, like, there's one in every season. That's what it made it seem like when you said that. (laughs) Well, there's not. This is the first time. Okay. So, which begs the question, are they not, are, are they un, like, unconsciously picking on her? No, I just think she doesn't do well in these challenges. Like, the, yeah, like the, rusic- the rusical was not it. The choreography was not it. The performance was not it. Well, yes, that time The time. disco performance was not it <laughs> at all. But I don't, like, I don't know. I just feel like it is, it does seem like interesting that 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 girl with like 
the the voice that's hard to understand in the lisp has been placed in the bottom for every group live performance. Maybe she's just not good at them. Maybe she just got a fat ass tongue. Wow. Well. <laughs> Jesus fucking great. I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't know. I'm just saying. Like I I I I'm not saying it's like they're consciously doing it. Like they're making an effort to do it. I'm just saying like could it be like it's not translating because of her speech impediment? Because I don't think it's just the the vocals. I think her performance, like, I don't, Candy is too, the, wait, Disco was before Rusical, right? So many oh, fucking episodes. Girl, I we've think been through so. this. I think so. I think the Disco was before the Rusical. Yes. 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 <laughs> um, then she was just like flailing, flailing around the stage uh just like not it and then during the rusical she was also flowing around the stage and it was not it so i don't even think it has anything to do with her speech i don't think she did bad in the rusical no i do i don't think well okay time out (laughs) remind it back i don't think she did as bad as they said she did in the rusical. yeah but she wasn't great no, 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 no. <laughs> Let's be clear. I'm not saying that she was great. Well, great. I'm just saying, like, I don't think she was doing as bad as they, they said she no. was. They, that whole episode, I did not understand the critiques because they read Tina for filth. And I was like, she had the most, <sighs> yeah. I don't care for her, but she had the most words. And literally, if you ask me, I don't think she missed a single one, but they read her for filth based on that last, like, millisecond of literally. time. Rigor Morris. Um, so now we get to the part where it's inside drag race. Um, we start off with Mick. Uh, and we during these little talks, we learn a lot more about the queens, a little bit more about their backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Um, so we learned that Mick attended Catholic school. Um, <laughs> he said, Same, um, at least until eighth grade, not, the, not until high school. Mm. Um, Mick also began transitioning about three years ago and got top surgery about a year ago. Which Gigi Gorgeous, I believe, um, showcase showcase paid, paid for paid for and then yes. showcased on her YouTube, I believe. Yeah. Um, and we talk about a little bit about how Mick got uh, his name. So got Mick. The first part, the Mick comes from his old first name, mm-hmm. and then got is the first part of his last name, and then just switch them around. Mm-hmm. Um, and now his um, chosen name is Cade. And then they said it's a porn star name. I mean, and, it is. And, it, and <laughs> it, is. it was. It is. It was. It was. <laughs> the way that he, yeah, it is. Um, I also learned this is this is a real this is a real off fact. Um, if anyone is listening who was a really big fan of So You Think You Can Dance in like 2000, I don't even fucking know when that was. Maybe like six, seven, eight. I don't remember. It was a long time ago. There was somebody on season, the same season as like Hawk and like Dietrichs and stuff and mm-hmm. Lacey Swimmer who used to be on so you, on Dance with the Stars. Mm-hmm. There was someone on there called, her name was Lauren. Lauren is Mick's cousin. They have the same last name. And she always comments on, on all Mick's stuff. And I was like, how do they know each other? And so I clicked on it and I was like, oh, they're cousins. Very weird. So Mick See, also has someone else in the entertainment business. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Mick ain't new to this. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there, he's always been at least three degrees of separation from this industry. Yep. At all times, pretty much. Yes. Yeah. Um, and 
throughout this competition, Mick has learned that uh, he's really more than just a makeup artist. And Rue points out that he's a visual performer, um, mm-hmm. really shines on stage, really funny, charismatic, like we said earlier. Also, bitch, if I would have, if I was one of the top four and I was watching this episode back, I would also even be more scared based on the rapport that got Mick and Rue and Michelle had. Oh, Rue was just, Rue was just enamored by Gag- my, my gagging. God, enamored. Laughing hysterically, right? I'm like, you say nothing. You say nothing that was that funny, Rue. Calm the fuck down. Right. Oh my God, Ruby. I I don't Catholic. know. Is it is he be chewing on an edible prior to coming out Rube. or some shit? I don't Probably. know. I mean, look, I ain't judging, Rue. I ain't judging. Probably. I'm just asking. I'm asking. This girl Sam. Right. Um. So moving on to Rose, uh, we learned that Rose was a theater kid. Um. Duh. And we're first. <laughs> you said uh. No, I said duh. Oh duh. I was like, oh, don't do that. I was like a pseudo theater kid. Um, oh, no, I love the. I always think I should have been a theater kid. I was a choir kid. I never did theater because I never had the courage to I, do so. But very quick sidebar. I just really feel like I missed out a lot. Like, I feel like I should have been. Did a you theater ne- kid. Did you not do like any performing arts at all? Never once. No, oh, I. Love and I really it. think I should have done it. Yeah. It's if I had one regret in life, and then we'll move on. That would be it. I just. I just love choir was like my favorite for a lot of different reasons, not just because I liked performing, but it was like a, it was never too late. No, it's not. It was like a safe space. My choir teacher in high school was fucking amazing. She was like the best teacher I've ever had in my life. I still, I'm like friends with her on Facebook. I like talk to her all the time. Um, Never too late. Maybe, maybe you can join a choir and I'll try out and play. I was going to join the choir at, when I was at Disney and I didn't, I forgot to try out. I always thought like, maybe like, what if I just like, audition for something just for shits and gigs to try you can, you can do like a, a local like yeah like um, that's what i'm group. saying yeah you that's can do what i'm local. saying yeah you can like what if i just try? like i i'm very sh- i believe it or not everybody i am very i am shy in that type of setting in that type of setting i am not in life in general i am not okay but in that in that setting of like being like like performing you know what i mean like yeah. taking on a different embodiment i get a little shy it would be like it would be it would be it would be fun to like break out of like my shop so yeah maybe i'll do that i don't know i wish i would have done actual theater but anyway (laughs) um you win some you lose some um so that's life (laughs) (laughs) we learned that uh rose first started um on stage when he was six years old um in a deck the hall solo when he was still living in scotland um, and that his family moved to Texas when they first immigrated to America. Didn't really get the age of that, but I'm, I mean, because he doesn't have an accent anymore, I'm guessing it's between before, before 10, probably. Because yeah. um, his accent is pretty much gone. Yeah, he doesn't really have much. Of it. The gag that I did not know, and I think that he might have said this during his Meet the Queens, that Rosé's only been doing drag for three years. Where was I at? <laughs> well, also, yeah, the reason that that confused me as well is because if you remember a couple episodes ago, Rose or Olivia was like, that sounds like more <laughs> years than I've been doing drag. And Rosé was like, well, thank you for reading yourself, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, think it was a, I think it was just a read. I think it was Well, just- I know, but I was just like, that made it sound like she'd been doing drag for a yeah. long time. But if she wouldn't have said that, I I personally would have thought that Rosé had been doing drag for five plus years. I mean, she seems like a very seasoned queen. Absolutely. I think that's the that's the the theater mentality, you know, you're which, poised and ready. Which is like I think I've said this before, 
is that I don't really like that. There's nothing you can throw at Rose where she's going to mm-hmm. be like, meh, yeah. I can't do that. Or eh, I don't, I'm nervous. Like yeah. she's, Rose's going to be like, when is it? And I'll be there. She has a good, she has a good back. She has a good backbone and background mm-hmm. to do and she's all the got, performances. And she's confident. Yeah. And then she's, she's got the talent to match. Yeah. Yeah. Which when you put them together, it's unstoppable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, also learned that Rosé started drag, kind of left the theater scene, but started drag because um, he felt that he had a little bit more freedom in drag and didn't feel that freedom when he was in theater. He felt like he can really be his good old queer self when he was in drag. Well, it's like, it's like Rosé is technically him. Oh, absolutely. I don't don't know what Rosé's real name is, but yes. Right. I think that's what sometimes like people disconnect you know what I mean? Maybe mm-hmm. like non-drag queens or people people who may not be in the LGBTQ plus community. It's like that this isn't just, this isn't necessarily a character. This is just, this is them just in another form. Yeah. You know well, I mean, I mean, I think sometimes it is a, sometimes it is just yes. an extension of yourself, but sometimes it is a character. Yeah. Yeah. But honestly, I mean, like, I guess it honestly has to, if you think about it, it almost has to become... Jose has a whole Wikipedia page, by the way. You know what I mean? Sort of <laughs> your, your identity in a way. Yeah. Um, Rose's real name is Ross, by the way. Um, and moved to Houston, Texas when he was 10. Oh, you called it. I know. Yeah. I mean, if you don't have, it's usually before the age of 10, like, you, know, yeah, you don't mean, have an accent. Anymore. It's pretty young if you don't have an accent. Yeah. Um, and lastly, um, Rose's desires after Drag Race um, wants to be on Broadway as Rose, which is very feasible there's I mean, a lot of there's peppermint's a lot of, doing it yeah exactly and wants to be on the radio with um his i mean peppermint is peppermint but you know what yeah I mean. no i know what you mean um and wants to be um on the radio with stephanie's child his group Which with also, jan who's the other person in stephanie's child is jan? it jan, it's not um no it's not her it's um i, I can see her but i can't think of her name i'm googling it um which I, I mean, hey, the Laguna I, Blue. I feel like Laguna the broad, not 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 that I'm a hater or anything, but oh. I feel like the Broadway, easy. That's I feel like that's gonna happen, at some point. I mm-hmm. I, I would be I could absolutely see Rose being casted into some Broadway. Oh, show absolutely. As Rose. Oh, absolutely. The radio, that's a challenge. I mean. If you, but if you it's hit obtainable. It with like a, if you hit it with like a frock destroyers or a, you know, that's what I'm saying. Something like that. You know, it's, it's definitely easy. doable. But I mean, that's it's a feat for anybody. Yeah. But um, so I, that what I'm saying is the Broadway is a given. Radio is hard for anybody to achieve. Yeah. So I hope he can obtain both of his goals. Which I honestly, if if there's any queen on any season or any, especially this season, that I would believe could do it it would be her because she like he is ready for the world already period whether he wins the crown or not rose is ready to hit the ground running um next up we have candy um okay so i was watching um because roscoe's in chicago they're doing um the little viewing parties again which Mm -hmm. i'm very happy about Um, live there to go to me too and it's hosted by nisha lopez and um, another queen, her name is Batty. Um, because they got rid of T Rex. You can look that up if you don't know what happened. Um, 
so which i think i've seen t-rex live once did you like it I live, no <laughs> the fuck um so denali denali's put a lot of tea that um there's more things that i'll say later on but denali says that this story that candy tells about how she got her drag name is not the story that she told everybody else in the workroom and stuff like that she said well, let me read this first. So Candy says to RuPaul and Michelle that he got the name Candy because he's watching an Andy Warhol documentary about um, Candy Darling, who is Andy Warhol's muse. Um, so that's where she got the candy from and obviously muse. Um, and Candy's boy name is Kevin. So change the C and Candy to a K, Candy Muse. Denali says that Candy Muse got her name from Lana Del Rey. Some way, somehow she met Lana Del Rey and she said that she was like sweet as candy or something like that. And that's where she got her drag name from. It sounds like, to me, it sounds like the Andy Warhol one is the real. And then this fabricated ass Lana I don't Del think, Rey one is you think that You think that Candy Muse is watching an Andy Warhol documentary. You think that Lana Del Rey <laughs> came up and said that Candy was sweet as fucking I don't candy. think she came up. To, I mean, Candy, I mean, she's in drag. Candy probably met fucking Lana doing some, some shit in, in New York or something like that. I guess. Candy also was a makeup artist. She probably, she could have met her doing her makeup or something like that. You never know. You never know. I mean, I guess. Either way, it was just like, what's the point of telling two stories? I don't care. Um, Denali was saying it, it might have been like she couldn't bring up Lana Del Rey's name or something like that. So she had to make up a different story. That's this but is like, what this is what Denali had said. I don't know. This is what Denali said. But like Andy Warhol ain't coming. I don't know. I don't know. Andy Warhol's also dead, but um, so <laughs> uh Candy thinks that she earned her top spot in the top four. So this is why I wrote this down because I have something to say about this. Candy, I think that you are very talented. I think that Andy, I think that you are an amazing woman. Yeah, <laughs> I think you're very um, charismatic. You're very funny to some. Um, but if we're gonna be keeping a hundred, they kept you. You were you were in the bottom three times. Two of those times, I think you did deserve to go home because you did not win your lip sync. But they kept you. They kept you on the show, Candy, because you're good TV. And if they didn't keep you on the show, the shit would be boring. That's why they kept you this long. Let's keep it a thousand percent. I'm going to say something that's controversial yet brave. I'm a candy fan. Since when? Yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know. Um, It's not that I'm like thinking she's going to, well, I, I, she could win. I'm not saying any of them could win really, but I, and I'm not. I'm not saying that she's like necessarily like my number one spot, but I'm not. I, I I like Candy. I think I like what she gives. I I like her runways. Some of them have been rough. Some of oh. them have been very rough. Oh. Um, but she knows that. And I don't know. I mean, yes, he's been very like he's been extra as fuck in some of the episodes. Um, but I think he's done what he's had to do for. what he's had to do <laughs> if that makes sense you know what i mean i just think yeah. he's he knew the role to play and he played it and i think it's working to some degree yeah. um <laughs> 
Um, and also, uh, Katie makes it a point to say that everything that she's been made fun of in the past, like her lisp, how loud she is, um, where she comes from, is now being celebrated, and that feels good. Um, which I agree. Which you know? also, too, I mean, like, it's candy really didn't they not a lot of people had high expectations for her in terms of this season there i don't i don't think that's unfair to say and i think that she and no, i, I think, think she that, knows I think that, that i don't think that that's true though i think that people had very high expectations for candy you think well i'm saying pre, <laughs> yeah. like i'm saying yeah. before the season filmed i think when they announced the cast yeah i think that people had very high expectations you think because i think a lot of the things that i was seeing and hearing were like people saying that she wasn't going to make it very far not that she was going to be first to go but like she wasn't going to win i think uh people were like first of all she's got the fucking um what's her name silky nutmeg ganache thing going on for her and also she's house of aja so i think she's way more talented than silky Silky is just irritating to me. Um, I, I we don't have to get into it because that's a whole other literal episode. But to me, I love Silky with all of my heart and soul. I don't. But <laughs> Silky to me is way more of represents way more of that holding on to somebody for storyline than Candy. I think Candy has slightly earned more of her top spot than Silky did. Silky did not yeah. deserve that top spot at all whatsoever. None of her lip syncs were gag worthy. None of her none of her looks were gag worthy. And that's on period. I agree with that. <laughs> I agree with that uh, statement. You know, and like I said, I love, I, I mean, Silky was fun. She, like I said, she served her purpose in the, sh- in the series. She gave good TV. People loved her. She gave quotable moments, but it was not the tea, hunty. <laughs> and lastly, uh, we talked to Simone. Uh, we learned, which is something that I also did not know, that all of the House of Avalon are from, so Gigi gets from, from Kansas too? I guess, which maybe, which explains why she was Dorothy. Oh, I got which I mean, which would explain why she was Dorothy in the season finale of last champ. That makes sense. Uh, that makes sense. Anyway, um, I didn't think about that. Um, all of House of Avalon um, is from Arkansas, and they all moved to LA together, which is a very like '90s. We're all gonna pack up our shit and drive across country and, and, and make and, it. Yeah, and move to LA. People don't you people don't do that nowadays. So that was really uh, surprising to hear. The market is saturated. Yeah. And also, ain't nobody got money for all that. No. Um, <laughs> um this rest of stuff is just like simone being depressed um <laughs> simone is, she's just like i just feel very bad for simone a lot of the times because you could tell she's a very broken person it was very sad yeah. um <laughs> simone is really working through um her shyness to become a star um she also says that simone is who reggie her boy name wanted to be as a kid a very confident strong black person i was gonna say black woman but you know what i mean um and she's really working on not getting in her own way and so far eh, she's trying she's trying <laughs> she's she trying. trying which I, it is not easy yeah we all know i'm sure we've all had a moment in life where we can relate um Yes, after these very endearing moments with RuPaul, with RuPaul, and um, Michelle Visage, 
Um, we then moved over to the dance rehearsals with Mr. Jamal Sims. And everybody's so happy, um, except for Simone, who knows that she has three left feet. However, she is trying to overcome this obstacle and not overthink it and keep it trucking, which, you know, I think she did an okay job in, yeah. during the rehearsals. Yeah. Um, at least in keeping out of her head, because some people can go way left field. Lord Shinny. Uh, oh, um, <laughs> Mick is really feeling his oats for Mr. Jamal Sims. As soon as he walked around the corner and saw that it was Jamal, he was like, yes, fucking God. I'm Gagiana. I am living. This is everything. Um, he was just having a good time with Jamal. Because I think Jamal brought out that dancer that Mick didn't know he had prior. And I think that if with all our... I mean, usually it's like Jamal, then Todrick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then sometimes they have like uh, Travis Wall sometimes, right? Um, who's also from CC, you can dance. Um, I feel like Jamal is the most compassionate out of all of them. Mm-hmm. And the one who really takes his time and really works with the queens who can yeah. dance. Todrick's a little bit more like tough yeah. love kind of kind right. of coach. Right. Um, but... Did you, what did you think about Mick's like, you know, little, little moves? Did you, how did you feel about them when, about during the, the rehearsals? About the what? <laughs> about little, the what? His little moves. Uh, it was very Caucasian. Oh, Caucasian persuasion or no? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, yeah. But also, I mean, we knew that was going to happen. I mean, oh, yeah. Mick, Mick we, no, no. <laughs> you won't be catching Mick doing the one two step no time soon. Oh, um, um, this is what I meant to say. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so while we, the next queen that we're watching in the rehearsals is Candy Muse, Miss Candy Darling. And she's battling with trying to figure out the thin line between keeping it candy, but not making it overly sexy or something that they've already seen before. Or hood bitch. Yes. Which, you know, (laughs) perhaps maybe, you know, if she's talking about giving people something they haven't seen before, maybe she should chat with Simone too while we're at it. (laughs) Um, Just a thought, but who am I? But do you think like during rehearsals that Candy was kind of, you know, getting that, the critique? Like, you know, do you think she was doing well? I mean, all of these people, they were just dancing. There really was nothing. Yeah. <laughs> all no. just fucking dancing. And I, yeah, Rose was just Millie rocking. Trying to Millie rock. That shit was, mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God. I was like, oh Lord. She Millie rocks on every block, bitch. Don't fuck with her. Please. I was like, oh no. She oh, raps no. and she Millie rocks. She thought. <laughs> It was hard to watch. We, um, <laughs> we did. Um, so moving on to the mirror moments for this week. Um, the queens talk about their first impressions of each other. So for Rose, um, Mick thought Rose was kind of quiet in the beginning. Um, didn't really think that she was funny. And when she said in that one challenge that she was a comedy queen, everybody was like, girl, where? Um, Simone didn't really care for Rose when she first met her. But after she opened up, um, she really started to like her. And Candy thought that Rosé was unseasoned chicken. She did not have to do her like that. <laughs> oh, 
fucking candy. I, I mean, I think that's a common theme this season that Rose did not put off a good vibe at the beginning. No, I don't think so. I think she, I think she was very guarded in the beginning. Guarded and like overly confident. I don't even know if it was overly confident. I think that she was trying, she was trying too hard to be perfect. Yeah, which trying you know, way again, too hard to be perfect. You know, perhaps she didn't watch Jan's whole season and take notes. Did you see um, Jan tweeted? I meant to um, say this when we were talking about inside the um, inside Drag Race. Jan tweeted. Um, I don't know if it was in response to what Michelle had said to Rose during that. Um, well, yeah, talk. what did she say? Because I remember it was something slightly shady. It was like uh, basically like. Is Jan jealous of you that you? Yes. <laughs> That's yes. basically what the gist was. Let me see if I can find the actual tweet. I'm turning into Rose. I'm singing. Um, she says, "I'm sorry. I'm over this toxic narrative. Um, that I have to be jealous of Rose. I hope that if you ever have a friend that you get to witness and celebrate living out their dreams, that you can be happy for them too. I'm trying to bring that narrative to all of you Drag Race fans and fans is in quotes. I agree." with what jan said why fuck do you guys keep after breaking up what first of all it was y'all fault that jan went home early because it was the fucking riggery number one so right, like, jan didn't do bad in her season let's right. not pretend that she was a bad queen right it was y'all motherfuckers jan could have made it to the top four but y'all motherfuckers who sent her home number one right but jan gonna come back and win all stars right but so bad bad um yeah i agree with jan i don't know why the fuck they keep having to and i i bet you rose is like why, why are you always talking about jan i don't why we well and, but her? rose's answer was very nice and you could yes. but I, honestly if you ask me i could tell that that question does annoy rose by the way yeah. she answered it even though she was talking to michelle and rose because she kind of was just like no like that's not it like, <laughs> yeah, it's not like that yes no like she was like yeah but we're more supportive than anything yeah so Bye. stop asking right stop <laughs> making it a thing right or trying to make it a thing okay. um Samantha candy was loud duh we all did um this is this whole moment is very rupaul's best friend race to me i'm like they're just like oh my god you race though i really i don't know how i felt about you in the beginning but like now like oh my god you're like my best duty like oh my god yeah, yeah. Oh my god, nobody bye. was giving like no i thought you were a fucking bitch <laughs> me um Mick has really shown some versatility through this season, which um, I don't think that he he surprised himself with how versatile he could be um, and says that he really wants to be um, a beacon for the trans male community who really does not have a lot of representation in the media. I think anytime people talk about trans people, they usually are talking about trans women mm -hmm. and trans men are kind of left to the wayside. So with someone like Got Mick on TV, it's really bringing trans men to the forefront. Mm -hmm. um and lastly we get one of the many crying scenes from simone this episode um where simone is just saying that she's really learning to love herself and who she is and she's very proud of herself for getting on this show good <laughs> all right <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> moving on to the main stage this week bitch can we talk about this dress that rupaul has on RuPaul didn't come wow. to play this season. This is so cute. I live. I live. RuPaul it's be everything. having a blast. Look at him. Like, high as fuck. I just live. <laughs> Honestly, I swear he'd be high. I, that has to be it. Because it's not anything else other than high. It doesn't look like anything else other than he's just high as fuck. Having yeah. a grand old time. I, this dress is like one of my favorites in the whole season. Mm -hmm, That's great. Mm -hmm. 
being if you know for it's like for the doubters who'd be saying he don't be wearing high heels right he's a bitch look 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 at me i mean you could tell because he's fucking 25 feet taller than everybody else Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Everyone else looks good. Michelle looks good. Ross and mm-hmm. and Carson look muted. We're muted than they usually do. Mm-hmm. Uh, um. So everybody look great. Everybody look great. <laughs> so let's talk about the actual challenge. Lucky. Let's take it queen by queen. Well, first let's ask who do you think was the best in this challenge? Oh, drop my goddamn phone. Um. To be honest with you. I'm thinking. Okay. I'm like watching it back in my head. For me, it was it was definitely got Mick for me, one hundred percent. I. Yes, it was got Mick for me as well. I think because I think her lyrics were the best. They mm-hmm. flowed. They flowed the nicest, mm-hmm. and it was just it, it was everything. It was the 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 lyrics were definitely the best. Her verse was definitely the best for me. Um, the look was. Gagatandra, the fuck yeah. when Mick I told I said this last episode or maybe two episodes ago when Mick pads my god yes. fucking waist was snatched I will snatched. say I loved like for some reason I really loved the candy incorporating the whisper like yes. that was fun. We'll, get to, we'll get to that we'll get to that we'll get to that um I also like how Mick painted the face white yeah let well I mean you know final challenge let it happen and also it just it it makes her stand out from everyone so much more. Like I didn't realize mm-hmm. it until this challenge, but she stands out so much more when she does that. A hundred percent. Um, a second to me in the challenge was Rose. Yeah. I think her verse was definitely great. Her look was good. I think Rose, uh-huh. I mean, I think Rose is just a very stocky man. I think she could cinch a little bit more. Um, but I, I don't know if that's possible for her, honestly. Um, I don't think her waist is that small. No. Um, but I mean it's Rose. I didn't expect anything less the fur no. to be good yeah honestly <laughs> yeah um look was great versus was great dancing was great too um i think after that was candy for me too, me. me too. candy you actually could understand what candy was saying mm-hmm. in her verse yes in her verse was good i thought i thought i love that and you lose better watch your back yes it was it was good um her look for me was a little oh, no, was, you lose better watch your back i liked it i'm sorry I liked the wig. I liked the wig. I think the the top, the top was a little long for her. So it made her look, it was kind of weird looking at the bottom. Yeah. But I don't know. I vibed with it. I yeah. liked it. Other than that, it was cute. I just thought the cut was kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and lastly, was Simone. I did I did not enjoy Simone's verse, honestly. It was the same voice i didn't like the lyrics the lyrics were not my favorite the look was was also not my favorite this was the kimura hall verse of this song it definitely because you know how like in kimura kimura's house of hall it was like like three words and she just drugs dragged them out because she didn't have anything to say that's That's exactly when simone did happened here she said and then like literally that's the only yes. part I, I don't yeah i don't remember any other parts and i but, i mean i don't want to say because it's people's different aesthetic of drag but i wish that simone would pad sometimes i really do me too i, I think do. it would really take her to different heights yes it really would it um, really would i like i hate to say this but i 
it's kind of upsetting to see, like, because I feel like when when Simone was doing really good, mm-hmm. it was like there was like that, like she you there was no denying that she was the star, like, right. and she still is. Let's not be mistaken; she's still a star. She's still fantastic, amazing. But I feel like it's like his starlight is dimming, and it's like it's kind of sad to watch that happen. A little bit mm-hmm. you know what I mean because I feel like he started off so strong and then when he did weak those few weeks it's it's I feel like it's always shitty when a queen does bad the last few weeks as opposed yeah. to when they do really well out the gate mm-hmm. because like what Candy did bad kind of out the gate and then she went on an upward yeah. trajectory yeah that's Simone true. came out of the fucking gate like bam ready to go her and Rose were basically battling for the number one spot the whole time and now it like I, I just feel like I'm watching her kind of fizzle out, and yeah. I, I it just makes me upset because she has it all. She has the star power. She has the face. She has the body. She has the 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 style. She has all of that. I think that she's really getting in her head. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's exactly what she's it is. very much getting in her that's head. Exactly what it is, and it's really taking a toll on her. Um, and I also just think that as less queens have been going home, you've really been seeing the star quality in Got Mick mm. and Rosé. You've really been well, able yeah. to see them There's shine. less people, there's less worse people to compare yourself to. Correct, yeah. 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 As shitty as that sounds. Yeah. Um, so moving on to the runways for this week. Um, category which, is Drag Excellence. Which was it? No, um, no. none of them. Um, Literally none. None of them. Uh, they've all. Let, let me just preface this, but I think that they have all worn better things on the runway. All Absolutely. four of them have worn Every better things. Every single one of them have worn better things on this runway. Um, but first up, we have got Mick. She's wearing like this black and white polka dot number uh, gown with a very like Cruel- Cruel- Cruella Deville wig. Um, and she said that she wanted to do her clown white face and then have some spots where her uh, actual skin color was showing through. I like it. But again, it's not her best look. It's not her best look. Um, I I, I want to. I I don't really care for it. Oh really? I I like it. Like I I it's too like the construction is nice and like the look at her makeup looks good and mm-hmm. I like it. But it's just like like you said like I just can't get behind it as much because I know that this isn't like her best. Yeah, I agree. It it is a two, but it's not the best. It's not excellence. Yeah, this is not God Mix excellence by any means. Right. So please, God. Before we talk up. about this one, another tea that Denali spilled during Roscoe's Candy Muse. So this she look, must have been drunk. This look. First of all, Denali's high as fuck all the time. If you watch her live streams, the bitch is always fucking high. Me. Um, she's our people. Um, so. <laughs> This look that Candy wore was supposed to be her sheer runway look. Hmm. She had to use her sheer runway look. She had to use her, sorry, she had to use her drag excellence look for the trained runway. That was when she wore that, remember that red gown that she wore and her fucking hair was fucked up? Remember that? Yes. So she had to wear that because the train look that she bought the train was far too long and they told her that she couldn't wear it. So she had to swap out that look 
for the red gown, which was supposed to be her drag excellence look. So this look that you're seeing here is her sheer look, and it's the only look that she had left. So that's why she had to wear it for drag excellence. Good. I'm glad I got that explanation because, bitch, this is not it either. I mean, it's cute. It would it have been cute. good for sheer. The hair but is cute. Yeah, but it's not drag excellence at all. No. Yeah, it would have been amazing for sheer. And yeah. it is a toot. But it's not drag excellence at no. all. Either. It's just not it. No, at all. Please, dear God, I'm so curious to know what you think of this next one. Next up is Rosette. Um, she's wearing um, a full tartan gown. She she loves to wear the tartan. She loves to represent her Scottish heritage, which I'm all here for. Um, I like it. I think that she needs to cinch a little bit more. She looks a little bit boxy. I think that wig is fucking gorgeous. Um, I like it. I did not like this at all. Wow. Not gonna lie. Um, I thought the wig, the wig looked a little not good. Did you see when she turned around? That well, was okay. Let the time out. 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 You on crack? What the hell are you talking about? I don't think the wig looked good with the outfit. Thank you. That's what you meant to say. I just think like it was so much hair for this big ass bulky tartan gown. Okay. I see that. It could have been like an updo or something. With the gloves. Yeah. It was just like, I just feel like it was like just dragging her down. It was Does that make sense? Yeah, it was weighing Like, I just feel like it would have been a gorgeous hair with like a immaculate bodysuit or some shit. Mm-hmm. Like, so that the hair was the focal point. Like, it's just yeah. a big ass piece of hair with like this big ass fucking dress and these black ass gloves. And then she had that fothy ass fucking clutch i was like what's going on here <laughs> i can't what i see yeah i see what you mean a, a, a cute updo would have would have yeah sufficed. something a little bit more like something smaller on her head yeah to make sufficed. her not look like just so big yeah yeah I don't know. no i get i see what you're saying i i love i think it's a really good look um, yeah i mean if like, she would have swapped out the hair fine. yeah if she would have swapped out the hair would have been excellence yeah, it would have been everything. And it would have been appropriate because she's yeah. like this Scottish queen. Like it would have mm-hmm. been everything for a mm-hmm. drag excellence look. Yeah. But um, you know, it's a two for me. That's just my monopinial. I would give it a two for sure, I guess. But it's just, I need some different hair. Yeah. Or at least a different dress or a different hair. Like yes. one of the two. Yeah. Um, lastly, we have Simone. She's wearing this very, very big purple gown with these huge, like, um, what am I sleeves? What the, what am I trying Duvet to say? Duvet covers. Stupid. Um, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but with really big sleeves. Um, and her hair is corn rolled, and she has like these. And it's like beaded mm-hmm. in the middle. Um, Which I've seen Cardi B had um, a live performance, and her dancers. I remember. Don't ask me why, but I remember her dancers. It was on a award show, and her dancers had cornrows just like this with like crystals braided in yeah it's the thing it's it's the thing that black girls are doing now i love it it's It's cute yeah care to be in the first person do it it's just the thing that the black girls have been doing lately Mm -hmm. um so i'm a little torn about this gown i like it but i think it could there's something missing i feel like there's just like it could have been like it could have been crystalled and it could have been like rhinestone that's just how i feel about something everything she does i'm sorry i'm sorry it's just like everything she does is just very plain is it good yes does she look amazing usually 
but it's always just very plain. It's not basic. That's different. Mm-hmm. It's plain. There's I two different things. I think that, uh, just for context, I think majority of her things are, are made by Gigi Good's mother. Majority of her costumes. Which, honestly, stop bringing her onto the show, please. I'm sorry, <laughs> because she really just giving you all the same things every week over and over again. Okay. Let me see, Let me see if I can uh, find if it, this one is the same. Or if it's a different designer. Designer. Nope. Shuju Guzman. <laughs> Shuju mom made this. Um, she busy as fuck. Right. Um, yeah. I just I just want I just want something more. I just yeah, want I, I wanted something. Uh, yeah, a something. jewel or something. Like there's not even like a necklace, like a belt, something. It could have been I yeah. needed something else. D- some dynamic. Yeah, something. It's a, it's a beautiful, it's a two, it's a beautiful gown, but it didn't have that pizzazz that I needed. Mm, no. uh, so who is your top toot of the week? <laughs> fuck. Um, the pick slim pickings, honestly. Fucking <laughs> fuck, fucking fuck, fuck, fuck. Honest to God, like, none of them. But if I had to pick, I honestly liked even how's plain Simone's was. I liked Simone's more than I liked God Mix. I'm gonna have to say Jose. She was my favorite. Okay. Yeah, I mean, she did good too, but honestly, like it was just a lot of fabric and hair. <laughs> um. So this last part of the show, it was like a lot because they were just talking. Um, Rue got really emotional when she was talking to Mick about her parents and stuff like that, which I don't know. When I see RuPaul do stuff like this, it feels very performative to me because only two years ago, you didn't want trans people on your fucking show. So, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's very right. performative to me. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> so, oh, so now, you, so now you're like, oh, fuck trans people. Like, oh, my God, they're actually right. going to be good on the show. Like, yeah, bitch, we've been trying to tell you that for fucking 10 years now. Like, what the fuck? I mean, hello, Ru. Welcome to the party. Right. Right. Like, what the fuck? I don't know. It feels, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. With crocodile tears for sure. Oh yeah, ain't, there was nothing coming out. I ain't seen not a goddamn one coming no, down. No my wetness, face. no wetness. But also, it might be the Botox. <laughs> Botox don't, don't interfere with your tear ducts, though. The fuck? I mean, maybe, maybe it drives <laughs> them shits up. It don't, it don't. Girl, hopefully not. Um, uh, and then Rue asks the question that she asked all the queens, the top four. Um, shows them a picture of their childhood selves and um, asks them what they would say to their childhood selves. Very emotional moment. Um, Mick talks about transitioning and how, you know, you'll know who you are later on in life and life is going to be hard and people aren't going to understand you, but girl, we're here now. Uh, Rosé talks about how she has a really supportive family um, and how that allowed her to follow her dreams. Candy talks about how she a bitch from the hood and didn't nobody know she was going to make it this far. You know, she thought she was going to be in jail. Um, but she made it out due um, past all that adversity. And girl Simone was boo the fuck who went on this runway. Let me tell you, I, it made me kind of it made me kind of emotional. Yeah, like, it was. I felt it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, you know, not like I. I it was touching. Yes, um, was just talking about how and like I said earlier, I just think Simone really like as a child really went through it. Like yeah. really, really hated herself when she was a child. Yeah. And is still trying to work through that as an adult. Yeah. And it shows. Um, so she was just talking to her younger self like, fuck what the haters got to say, bitch. Bitch, <laughs> fuck you, bitch. Bitch, look at me now. 
Um, and then the judges give their final critiques, which is, I mean, they're all positive. They don't say anything bad about any one of them. Right. Um, and then we learn that all the queens are going to lip sync for their lives, but they would do it individually alone on the stage. Which I guess. <laughs> it wasn't a gagatandra. I was like, okay, whatever. Right. I was like, yeah. what is that? Like, yeah. what is that fucking doing? Um, and the song was, I learned from the best remix by Whitney Houston, which was a very good song to lip sync to. It was very like 90s house. I liked it. Living for the vibes. Um, how was your, what were your thoughts on this lip sync? If I had to say who did the best for me, it was Rosé. I thought Rosé killed this fucking lip sync. Yeah, I think it was Rosé. And I think honestly, like, it would be, if it was like a top two, I think it would have been between Rosé and Candy. Yeah, I think Candy did really good as well. Like, honestly, like, if it was going to, if that was the finale and it was going to be a top two for lip sync for your life, I think it would have been Rosé and Candy. Absolutely. Mick if could, RuPaul wasn't Mick, playing Mick's, games. Mick is not the lip sync. That, and that's why right. I'm kind of worried for Mick in the finale, because Mick is right. not a lip syncer. <laughs> but he's a visual performer, so maybe he'll Work. pull out the gags. Gagatandra, maybe. You know? Because yeah. Sasha, you know, Valor wasn't you know, hitting the one, uh, two steps. But Sasha a little bit lip singer than Mick. Let's not, let's not say all that. <laughs> Mick Sasha is making, yeah, Mick ain't about it. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm a little worried about that. But, um, and like, we all knew this whole fucking episode. Nobody was going home. So now we have a top four. Like we already have. <laughs> the fuck. Um, so in Untuck very quickly, um, the girls reflect on the car- entire competition, just their feelings and thoughts about, you know, being in this competition um, during COVID and things like that. Um, and then the girls talk about the importance of chosen family. Um, I thought this was a really interesting conversation. And I thought maybe uh, you, Brittany, could add to this conversation because I think that you have a very similar situation like Rosé, mm-hmm. that you have a very supportive family Mm-hmm. um and your family is very close mm-hmm. um and that's very abnormal for a lot of queer people mm-hmm. um but i think you also have a chosen family as well um mm, definitely so what do you think about chosen families um i i think they're amazing um <laughs> to say the least um but I, I do, I think obviously I do resonate a lot with Rose's story um, in terms of like you were saying, like I definitely have a very supportive family um, who support me in literally everything that I do. Um, so hats off to them. But I do, like, there is a huge importance of like, as a queer person or whatever you want, LGBTQ+, whatever you want to call it, it is, I think it is so important to surround yourself with a chosen group of family or friends, whatever you want to call them, because your family, yes, your family, if you have, or if you're fortunate enough to have a supportive family, yeah, that's great. But then when you surround yourself, when you, when you go through life and you find these people in your life that you connect with on an even deeper level than you've ever connected with some of your family members, that is so vital because it's like, you, like a lot of people they they get stuck in their family's ways but when you have a chosen family it opens you up to so many different viewpoints and lifestyles and backgrounds and things like that so that's also a huge part of having a chosen family 
but also just having that support system that understands you on an even deeper level than say some people in your family do. Yeah. Which makes it also really nice. And I think that sometimes, yes, your family can support you, but sometimes they might not fully understand. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and when you have a chosen family, you can choose people who are like-minded like you. Right. And, and just also, get it, you know? And also too, it's like, yeah, like, I mean, just even in general too, like, I guess you could even call, call them your, your best friends if that's what you mm-hmm. refer to them to. But it's just like, you don't, a lot of people don't run and tell their family what they're doing with their boyfriend and girlfriend right right right. imagine so imagine the hesitation of a lot of gay lesbian all transgender people and everything in between who are hesitant to even bring up anything about that you know to their family you know so it's definitely important and i think i think it's just a natural thing that occurs usually for a lot of people in the community i think it just the resilient ones and the ones who find it on their own, find the people on their own. It's like, it, it's just a natural thing that kind of happens when you're in this community, you find people who you gravitate towards. Yeah. Which is nice. Cause we need each other. We do. Yes. We all we need do. chosen families. We definitely need chosen families. And then, you know, the chosen families need to stick together and help people, you know yeah. what I mean? And, and make difference in the community and, promote change and acceptance and diversity and all of that good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And lastly, in Untucked, um, Rosé and Simone both get calls from their family. Rosé gets a call from her younger brother and Rosé gets a call from her or Simone gets a call from her mama. So she was talking about missing a lot. Um, Very touching moments, very great Mm -hmm. moments um, because they had not get the scene, got to see any of their family members at all throughout the season. So it was nice. I could only like, I would be like, don't call my, like, call my family, but just please know that it's like, have them sensor buttons and everything ready. Cause, cause girl, cause like, I could just see my dad being like, how the fuck are you? Like, you know, just like screaming. Do the most, do the absolute. <laughs> do the absolute. Like, oh, for fuck's sake. They'd be like, hey, like, I would know. So, like, I wouldn't even have to turn around. As soon as the camera would go on, I would just know it You'd was like, them. Just by like this <laughs> white noise, literally. I'd like, like, be like, nah, I ain't even gonna look. Like, fuck, here we go. <laughs> I ain't even gonna look. I ain't even gonna look. Because I know they would call like Zach. Oh, God. You know? That ain't, that ain't no better than your daddy. Wait, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's honestly, I'd rather them call my dad than Zach. Because <laughs> like Zach, I just know would be. Zach is Brendan's brother, by the way. Yeah, that's my brother. And I know he would just be rude as fuck. <laughs> He'd be like, what up, nerd? <laughs> Hope you're losing in the competition. Bye. They'd be like, okay, you were talking to anybody else in your family? Or... <laughs> is anybody, like, rooting for you? Or... <laughs> what the fuck? Like, what up? <laughs> so you said you had a supportive family, but, like, the calls are... <laughs> A little, little weird. <laughs> not really like very supportive. <laughs> we don't, we're not understanding. It's our language, how we support each other. <laughs> like, okay, more of one to be like, okay. <laughs> like, cool. <laughs> um, so next week we have the fucking Zoom reunion special. Bitch. I'm so mad I could break my microphone. Just, yeah. I thought we were having the finale next week. And then it's like, oh wait. 
another pointless episode. Bitch, <laughs> there better be some tea spill. I want to see. Look, fist, I want to see some fist flying. I'm looking forward to some shit from Tamishi Iman. I'm looking for it for them to come from for Elliot with three Ks. That's what looking for. I want the tea with Elliot with three Ks, bitch. I bet somebody better say it. Somebody better fucking say it. Look, I was there was a live. They were on live and Instagram, and it was it was Jose Denali and um, Candy. And Candy goes, Candy was like, girl, you know what we should do? Like all of us. Then she goes, well, most of us should get it. <laughs> should go and like get a cab or something and all spend time with each other after the <laughs> after the show airs. And Dolly was like, you shady bitch. <laughs> he said all of us, but most of us. <laughs> like, first of all, we know who the fuck you talk about. Right. You first of all, you You've probably talk, you talk about Elliot. You probably talk about Utica too. Um <laughs> Because you should be cut. Yeah, is Utica okay? Is she canceled or no? I don't know. I don't be paying attention. How's she doing? Is she alright? Utica is too a Caucasian for me. It's like too much to bear. <laughs> um. Yeah, she's yeah. like. Yeah, I agree. So I agree. Since we're now in the top four, this is. I mean, this is it. We ain't going. There ain't no wiggling I mean, down. This is it. Who knows? RuPaul might bring somebody back next fucking week. You never fucking know. Who? Is your overall favorite from the season? Who do you think is going to win? And who do you think is going to be Miss Congeniality? Oof. Okay, wait. <laughs> Would you I like me to go to, first? Yeah, you go first because okay. I need to go to the, I'm going back just so I can look at all of them. So okay. for me, my favorite queen of the season by far is Denali. Uh, number I, one. You have been living for Denali. I, well, number one, she be smoking. Me. Second of all, she's a K-pop stand. Me. That's it. That's why I love Denali. <laughs> There's no other reasons why. No other reasons. She's just me and I live for it. Um, who I think is going to win, I think Gupnik is going to win. And this congeniality, I think is going to be, it's kind of hard to say. Because Wait, who did you say was going to win? Uh, Mick. Oh, okay. Um, Miss Congeniality is kind of hard to me because I think there's a lot of people for the running. Like, I think it could be Utica, I think it could be Olivia. I think it could be Lala. I think it could be Tamisha. But who I think it's going to be, I think it might. Uh, fuck. Um, I think it might be Tamisha, honestly. Yeah. I do too. I think my personal fave of the season. I would say my personal fame of the season is probably oh this is a hard one. Honestly, I would have honest when she was there, Lala Ray. <laughs> yeah, well, <I'll> <laughs> Lord bitch. Because <laughs> I was so upset when Lala Ray left just for the like not because I liked her, but just because of her confessionals. Like I missed that. I wish they were there the whole season. They the were best. so good. So I would say honestly, like Lala Ray was one of my faves. I wish she would have went further. Um who do I think is going to win? I think Gottmick is going to win. Mm-hmm. I really do. Um and who do I think Miss Congeniality is going to be? I want to say Olivia, but I feel like Olivia would be more of like a... Yeah, I was going to say Olivia um, too, but that was like a know. Valentina type of thing. <laughs> yeah, that's what and I was thinking. So I do think it would... I think it's going to go to Tamisha just yeah. by default. 
Yeah, you I think because all the girls vote for it, I think they're gonna. Vote we need the show. wise woman. Hey, Tamisha, Iman, it's coming for you. The show, the girls, what I can do. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> Sorry, I was living. Um, and L U C K Y, baby, and you must better watch your back. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Worth the Podcast. We really appreciate it. Um, again, you yeah. can email us at workthepod at gmail.com. That's W-E-R-Q the pod at gmail.com. Uh, you could follow us on all of our socials that are listed in the description of this episode. Brendan is voguing. Um, yes, God. <laughs> and uh, please subscribe wherever you are listening to be notified. Subscribe. We upload a new podcast. He can't get, he can't let me get through it without saying something. <laughs> I get bored. <laughs> and please, please, please leave us five stars and review on Apple Podcasts. It really, really helps us out and lets more people hear about our show. Brendan, anything else? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just thank you. Yeah, for thank listening. you guys for listening. And we'll see you next week with the reunion. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>